Good morning. This is Atanya for the 14th of Shvat. There's a famous story of a mother who lifted a car in order to free her son who was trapped underneath. How'd you do it? The journalist asked. I don't know. I realized my son was endangered and suddenly I found the strength to just do whatever needed to be done. I didn't stop to calculate how or if I could do it. In life and death situations, people take extraordinary measures that are usually not possible. We learned yesterday that the 613 commandments are not just rules that God gave us in order to test our obedience and discipline. Much more importantly, they unite us with our Creator with an inseparable bond. When you miss an opportunity to perform a mitzvah, no one marks you with a big X. However, a new spiritual light and energy resulting from this mitzvah could have been drawn down into this world, but wasn't. There is no way to make up for what is lacking. Similarly, the prohibitions of the Torah are not there to test your self-control. The offense itself cuts you off from God. Since these prohibitions are things that God doesn't want, these deeds are by default separate from Him. They go against His will, which is the same thing as going against God Himself. There is no difference if it's a big sin or a small sin. Each one is a breach and causes a rupture in your relationship with God. Aside from a broken connection with God, when you sin, you align yourself with the forces of impurity and evil. The garments of your soul, your thoughts, your words, and your actions all become conductors of evil and unholiness. In addition, you have an animal soul. Your animal soul's drives are physical, but not necessarily negative. But when you sin, even your animal soul becomes connected and aligned with the forces of impurity and negativity. Some sins don't seem so awful. You can think, what's so bad about them? But despite their seeming insignificance, every transgression causes a split from God, equivalent to the rift caused by idol worship. Why? People who worship other gods also acknowledge God, but they do not want to recognize their dependence upon Him, nor do they want to fulfill His will. The same mentality applies to any person who engages in behaviors that are against God's will. He acknowledges the existence of God, but denies that God is present in all places and in all situations. He disregards God to do whatever he feels like, and he imagines that it makes no difference at all. In a certain sense, a person who sins is worse than the forces of impurity or idolatry. How is that possible? A person who sins goes against God's will. He acts in a way opposite of the purpose of his creation. The forces of impurity, in, in contrast, don't rebel against God. They do not have a physical body, and they can never act in a manner opposite of the purpose for which they were created. They know quite well that they exist only because God made them, and they therefore refer to him as the God of all gods. He's like the big boss. Yes, they deny God's unity, and they empower anything that denies God's existence, but only because that's their job. In fact, it's only here in this lowly physical world that feelings of separation from God can exist. The Kabbalist Rabbi Chaim Vital compares this world to sediment that separates from wine. The wine is the desired product. Sediment is the residue or byproduct. It's a necessary part of the wine-making process, but then it separates itself from the wine. This metaphor explains the purpose and the problem of the forces of impurity. They are an integral part of the process of creation, but as an independent entity, they are unpleasant and undesirable. However, since they have established an entire independent reality in this world, life here is tough. Evil occurs and wicked people seem to prosper. Since this world is the only part of creation where there are creatures that can go against the will of their creator and deny his existence, this world is like the sediment of the wine of creation. Losing your identity into God in contrast makes you part of the wine. Have a wonderful day.